Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. Welcome to our conversations. It's our first one for 2022, and we're excited to be here. I'm Charles, of course, with Kelly and Corey. Hello. And we're thankful that you've joined us for this time. Um, and it's a special Sunday as we look at uh, the Lord's baptism. Also, in our worship services, we'll be remembering our own baptism. Mm-hmm. And so that's always a, a great way uh, just to be reminded of who we are in Christ, of God's love and His grace in our in our own life. Um, And so our scripture comes from Luke chapter 3, verses 15 through 17, uh, and also 21 through 22. Would anyone like to read that? Sure. As the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus had also been baptized and was praying, the heaven opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. Thank you, Kelly. I love the summary that N.T. Wright gives of this passage, is that we really see where Jesus came from, who Jesus is, Mm -hmm. and where Jesus is going. Um, we see this, uh, that he's been sent by God and, and who he is uh, as far as the, the Son of God, but then also the ministry and mission he has. And uh, the correlation is with our own baptism, I think we're reminded of some of the same things, of where we come from, mm-hmm. of who we are as children of God, uh, but also uh, that our, our calling to be in ministry and service to, to one another. Yeah. What are what are some, some thoughts that maybe you'll have about this passage. I love those three points. That's really, that's insightful and helpful. I think that can almost... pack it up and go home. (laughs) That sounds like a good three-point sermon in some ways. I mean, so it's where, we're reminded of where we come from. Jesus Mm -hmm. is reminded of that. Right. And what what are the other two? Uh, Who Jesus is. Who Jesus is, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then uh, where Jesus is going, where he's going. And kind of where our life, what what our life means in response to that. Right. In some Mm -hmm. ways. I've always, I think that's a great place because when we read, especially in the church, we go through Christmas and then there's a break. A little bit. Mm-hmm. The wise men came last week. They did. Sermon. And um, it, we have this moment where we fast forward 30 years. <laughs> right. And we miss so much of the life of Jesus. So yeah. here he is. It's like, but he, we have to kind of hold on to the fact that he came and he's still connected to John the Baptist. This is mm-hmm. almost a bridge Sunday into the life of Jesus. I mean, mm-hmm. and but but what he's going to be doing is responding to this baptism and what the preaching of John and the message of John yeah. throughout his life. Mm-hmm. It's good. That's so funny because I was going to say the opposite thing. Well, maybe not the opposite. We do fast forward 30 years, yeah. but one of the things that I really love about 
this passage is that it's the very first thing that we see Jesus do. So I love, y'all know this, I love Mark's gospel because in Mark's gospel, Jesus is not born, he is baptized and that yeah. is the start of his life. In Luke's gospel, we get a little more mm-hmm. frill. We get the the cows mm-hmm. are lowing, the baby <laughs> the baby awakes. Um, but, but yeah, I love mm-hmm. that it's the first thing that, um, that, that Jesus does to start his ministry. Mm-hmm. And I, I like think it. that that's kind of, in a lot of ways, how, how we are, whether you are baptized as an adult or here in the United Methodist Church, we do the baptism mm-hmm. of babies, but in so many ways, that's the beginning of our lives as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and there's that moment of confirmation for us where we yeah, baptize babies up. where, you know, there's that moment of we see God at work, and then you come and claim it for yourself. And there's almost that sense of what's mm-hmm. happening here with the life of Jesus. He gets in line. And it's, you don't hear a lot in this text about him having this conversation with John or anything. He's just there with everybody else. He's in line with all the other human beings. I mean, he is mm-hmm. incarnate. He mm-hmm. is there in the flesh with everybody else. Right. And mm-hmm. kind of like all of us, we're, we get to be caught up into this life and decide are we going to be impacted by the, the, the world's definitions of who we are or God's definition of you are my child, the one I love, and I'm so pleased. You know, living into that identity. Absolutely. Well, it's this beautiful picture, too, of, of John the Baptist uh, as, you know, there's these expectations or questions. Is he the Messiah? Is he? Oh, yeah. And right. not only does he, like, disown that, but he still keeps the expectation of, hey, there's one coming mm-hmm. who's greater than I, um, that God's promises are still real and still true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's this unique tie-in of don't be complacent to, um, to, to sin, to other things going on in your life. Uh, but know that there's hope. Know mm-hmm. that there's one, one coming, yeah. and it's this beautiful tie-in. If you really look at both of their their messages, yeah. in some ways, sometimes we think of them as not matching up, but they really, really do in so many ways. Yeah, I'm sure I'm going to derail the conversation because this is so not related. But I've always wondered if Jesus and John. Um, we know that they were second cousins, yeah. but did they grow up together? Because we know that they met each other in the womb. Mm-hmm. But I always like to think about like what is what was their relationship growing up? I think that kind of points to the importance of having faithful friends and family around you to mm-hmm. support you in these milestone moments or in all of the moments that get you to the milestone. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that, and I thought uh, I'd share it. No. Well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> For taking us down this road. Well, I've all, uh, you know, I think is it Henry Nowen or somebody writes this great thing about how the some of the parts about who Jesus is and was in human flesh here is that there's so much we don't know. But yeah. there's like 30 years of this of of this. It's almost like the iceberg. It's underneath that we don't yeah. really know the values that his mom taught him. The the prayer she prayed even when she was. Yeah. Uh, you know, when she said, you know, uh, let it be to me. It's almost like the, not my will, but your will be done. I mean, it's like, did she teach him that? You know, mm-hmm. is that something that came really from, you know, his nurturing and his life? And we we see him now, um, but this has been something that has been part of who he, he yeah. has been. And it's mm-hmm. he's now ready to take the stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and then we have this image that John the Baptist gives us that he will take the winnowing fork and throw up the, the wheat and the, the husk yeah. will be separated. Um, 
And I saw this going on when in Bolivia a few years ago in a mission trip, uh, that this was going on. They actually had this huge blanket out. We were working on a medical center on the, the roof, uh, and they had cattle um, dragging through the, the wheat uh, there, and you could actually see the, the husk flying up and, and the separation going on. And I think sometimes we, we see that as a bigger picture of, of humanity, but what really struck me this time uh, was just the thought of, of what parts of my life are worth keeping and what parts are worth letting go mm-hmm. and and allowing to uh, be taken away, blown away. Yeah. Um, so often with, with scripture and with teaching, you know, that sometimes it's a big level, but oftentimes it's a very personal yeah. level too. And so I, I don't know if that was one of the challenges I mm-hmm. took for this is this mm-hmm. image of, you know, what's worth keeping in my life, what's worth letting go as we go into mm-hmm. the the new year. I, I love that image. I'm not familiar. I mean, I, I've always read about it and I've read read about weed and chaff, but you actually got to see this happen, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So you really got to see the stuff just get blown away oh, yeah. that wasn't worth anything. It right. Go to the wind. And it was a long, yeah, it was a long process. We huh. were working on a roof and just kept looking over and of course took pictures and video. It was yeah, uh, with beautiful Andes Mountains in the background. Yeah. yeah. But the but what mattered is what what remained, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's really interesting about thinking about the things that we need to let blow away, the things that we mm-hmm. need to let go of. Because in our tradition, in the United Methodist tradition, there are some vows that we take. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a parent at baptism, or even us as mm-hmm. uh, a church community at baptism, um, that really kind of speak to those very same things. All of the things that we need to mm-hmm. to let go of. I think you have your hymnal. Yeah, I brought what, that. What, are, what do we let go of? <laughs> well, here are the Did questions. Did I beat you to the punch? No, I'm you sorry. No, you're perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. <laughs> you weren't even around when mm-hmm. Johnny Carson was going on. I'm so sorry. That was an Ed McMahon joke. Mm-hmm. I understand the reference. Do you know what I, I mean? Do, I okay, do. you set me up. Um, so we ask these questions to parents and sweet babies there and sometimes you just go we really meaning this this is on behalf of the whole church i ask you do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness reject the evil powers of this world and repent of your sin i mean that's heavy stuff Mm -hmm. that we're saying to let go of it Mm -hmm. do you accept the freedom and power god gives you to resist evil injustice and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves Yikes. Mm-hmm. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in His grace, mm-hmm. and promise to serve Him as your Lord in union with the church, which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? And then the last one is, according to the grace given to you, will you remain faithful members of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representatives in the world? It's like we're given this really true new self, new identity, new... Mm-hmm. Uh, you you preached about this a couple of weeks ago, putting on Christ, right? I right. Mean, the, from Colossians, talks about taking off the old, putting on the, yeah. the new. Yeah. And I love what John Wesley said about this. He kind of said in this passage and in the baptism, kind of to sum it up, to cease to do evil, mm-hmm. learn to do good or well, um, that these are the fruits of repentance. Just very simply. 
And I love the cease to do evil. In other words, uh, I don't guess we have any trouble finding that in our life, in our world. But learn to do good. Yeah. That sometimes that is kind of that spiritual journey of, of learning to say yes to things of, of God. Uh, but he says in summary, that those are the fruits of, of what yes, okay. baptism, what the, the Christian life is, is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also love... Uh, a quote that it's and it's attributed to Jesse Jackson. I don't know, but it's it's easier to walk your way into new thinking than to think your way into new walking. That's um, really good. In other words, it's it's easier just uh, really to start trying to live that faith out mm-hmm. than it is to think about it and for the change to come that way. But it's yeah. easier to to walk yourself into new thinking than to think yourself into new walking. And I think that's a lot mm-hmm. to me that kind of struck this passage in baptism and yeah, it's pretty kind cool. of during a faith. And when you, you think about moving into a new year, and that's mm-hmm. what we're moving into this week, and um, and and as our as we move into these new days, mm-hmm. what does it mean to kind of what what will it what what will our lives be like? How will we live in these new days as people knowing that? We are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. We are children of God, and mm-hmm. we follow Christ into the pathways. We walk and move in that direction. So, mm-hmm. I love that. I good, do too. Great image, Charles. Well, <laughs> good thoughts. It's not mine. <laughs> well, the fact good that you thoughts. held on to it is yeah, good. Some of our best thoughts, isn't that funny? Are yeah. usually not ours. Not, ours. <laughs> not <laughs> our words. Well, and and one kind of final thought with that too is going back to the winning for. Mm-hmm. Um, and this idea of the the seed and the the wheat um, was the idea that this was a, to be put in the, the barn. That it was mm-hmm. these seeds that were not to be consumed, but to be spread. Mm. I didn't know that. To provide growth, and so I think that's a great thought with this too. That as part of our baptism, remembering our baptism, mm-hmm. uh, that we're called to plant those seeds of love, of yeah. grace. Um, yeah. Of service, where do we go? Sure. Yeah. Well, I think as people um, kind of move into the uh, new new year, new new week, drive down the road, whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. to hold on to the things that matter and yeah. the things that make us who we are today. So, thank y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you pray for us, Kelly? Sure. Right. Eternal God, we're thankful for Scripture and for the gift of baptism that we. Um, get to experience the newness and new birth of baptism just like Jesus did. So we ask this week and this day as we walk into the newness of a new day and a new week and a new year that you would be with us, that you would claim us with your spirit and that we would walk our way into new thinking. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.